Well, this is the uh, 14th of March 2023, and I'm in Queen Victoria Square in the centre of Hull. Well, good afternoon. It's my privilege to be here, and I'm here to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to lift up my voice and declare that there is salvation in no other name but in the name of Jesus Christ. Of Nazareth, Jesus is the Savior of the world. Jesus is the only one who can take our sins and the only one who can give us everlasting life. And there is no other name under heaven given amongst men whereby we must be saved. We're going to read from the Bible, which is the Word of God. We read in John's Gospel, chapter 3, as follows. There was a man there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou dost except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, <coughs> We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but... He that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. I want to preach today on these words of the Lord Jesus Christ, where the Lord Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. If we are not born again, we cannot see the kingdom of God. If we are not born again of God's Holy Spirit, we are not transformed from within by the power of God, we cannot be saved. We cannot know life, we cannot know salvation, we cannot find forgiveness unless we are born again of God's Holy Spirit. Jesus tells us that except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Of course, this presupposes that the most important thing that we can do is to find the kingdom of God, is to find the life that comes from God, is to find the mercy that comes from God, is to find the salvation that comes from God. And that is found in Jesus Christ alone. And there is no one else who will take away our sins or deliver us from the wrath to come. Now Jesus said, you must be born again. And of course, everybody knows what that means. At least they think they do. Especially if you're in the United States of America, where everybody says that they are born again. And the phrase born again can apply to anything. You can be a, a born again biker or a born again surfer or whatever it is. 
It seems that if somebody enjoys something rather a lot or gets into something in middle age, for example, they are considered to be born again. But that's not what Jesus Christ is talking about here. And we need to be absolutely clear in our own minds that we understand what Jesus is talking about here when he says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now Jesus was talking to a man by the name of Nicodemus. And Nicodemus was a man who was a ruler of the Jews in Jesus' day. He was a very learned man. He was very learned in theology, in the Word of God, in the Bible, in the Book of God. But he did not understand Jesus' words. So Jesus said to him, Are you a ruler in Israel and you don't understand these things? If his words were, Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? And you could be a master of theology. You could be a minister, you could be a bishop and not know these things. And sadly we live in days when many, many churches, including the Church of England, don't know these things. They have departed from these things. They have turned from these things. So that the Church of England has become so corrupted that God is no longer with her. And the Church of England has so departed from the Word of God into woke ideology and into critical thinking and into uh, into neo-Marxism that she no longer is a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who would be the defender of the faith must defend this book, the Bible. They must recognize it, as Queen Elizabeth II did, as the royal law. And it is in this book that we learn about the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is in this book that we find the salvation of God set before us in God's mercy, in his forgiveness, in his grace. You know, it's a great disaster for this nation that the Church of England has turned away from this book and turned away from the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ who said, you must be born again. And except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That means if you are not born again, according to the words of Jesus Christ, you cannot see the kingdom of God. If you are not born again in that manner and in that way that Jesus speaks of, then you are still in your sins. You are still under the wrath of Almighty God and the judgment of God is determined against you for your sins. You need to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Saviour. You need to forsake your sins, repent of your sins, turn from your sins, cast yourselves on Jesus Christ for the salvation of your souls. The Lord Jesus Christ alone can deliver you from the wrath to come. The Lord Jesus Christ alone will give you salvation and give you everlasting life. His blood alone will wash away your sins and make you clean before Almighty God, the Lord Jesus, the Son of God, the Saviour of the world. But he says, you must be born again. Woe unto the Church of England for her iniquities, for her sins, for her corruptions. Woe unto the Church that says there is a gender-neutral God. We believe in the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ is God the Son woe well unto the Church of England for her perfidy for her departures from the truth for her apostasy for her heresy against the word of God and against the Lord of glory the King of glory the Lord of heaven and earth 
There is one God but three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Woe unto the Archbishop of Canterbury, woe unto the Archbishop of York for teaching that God is genderless. When the Bible teaches us that there is one God but three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And Jesus Christ is God the Son. And Jesus Christ is the Saviour of the world. We may now expect to see the judgments of God upon England, upon the Church of England for her sins, upon the head of the Church of England, and that is King George III, not King George, King Charles III. King Charles III, who wants to be known not as the defender of the faith, and he hasn't done anything to defend this faith, but the defender of faith, interfaith, any faith, every faith, faith which cannot save you, faith which cannot help you, faith which is wrong before Almighty God, which is clearly erroneous. Islam is not a faith that can save you. It can't deliver you from your sin. It can't bring you peace with God. It can't give you everlasting life. Buddhism can't help you. There are many people in England today who fancy themselves as Buddhists. But Buddhism will not help you. It has a wrong view of man, a wrong view of the universe, a wrong view of God, a wrong view of salvation. Jesus Christ alone, Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus is the only Saviour who will deliver you from the wrath to come. And Jesus says, you must be born again. Except a man be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. That means if we are not born again, we will go to hell. It means if we are not born again, we have not found the mercy or the goodness or the salvation of Almighty God. If we are not born again of God's Holy Spirit, we are lost and ruined and damned in our sins. And even more so, we love it that way. We love darkness rather than light. How many people say to me they want to go to hell? And that's a picture of a man or a woman without Christ. They want to go to hell. They won't enjoy being in hell. Hell is a place of everlasting, terrifying, terrible, ongoing, inescapable torment. And there are no second chances. God says that the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. There is no escaping hell if we are not born again of God's Holy Spirit. There is no escaping hell if we do not repent of our sins and we do not believe on the Lord Jesus Christ to the salvation of our souls. You see, without that being born again of God's Holy Spirit, what we call regeneration, without that it's impossible for us to repent. Without the Holy Spirit working in our hearts, we see no loveliness in the Lord Jesus Christ. Without the Holy Spirit working in our hearts, we might think of ourselves as religious, and we might think of ourselves as being those who seek God, but we seek a God of our own understanding and a God of our own making, maybe a God that suits us, maybe a gender-neutral God, or maybe Buddha, or maybe Allah, or someone like that. Because we haven't got the Holy Spirit living in our hearts, because we have not been born again, and whoever is not born again of the Spirit cannot see the Kingdom of God. There are those who will tell you that they have the Holy Spirit. They will tell you that when they were little babies, without any knowledge or without any understanding, they were taken to a priest in a church, whether it was a Catholic church or some other institution, 
and he sprinkled a bit of water on their foreheads and that that was when they were born again. But this is not true. This is not what the Bible teaches. This is not what Jesus Christ himself, the founder and head of the Christian religion, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, is teaching us here. We aren't born again because somebody sprinkled us with water when we were a baby or an adult. We aren't born again of water. We are born again of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes to live in our hearts and when He transforms us and when He changes us by His power, one in His sovereign power, He comes into the heart of a man or a woman or a child. They are born again of the Spirit and He opens their eyes and He gives them a desire for the truth and a desire for God and a desire for the Lord Jesus Christ. And when a man or a woman is born again, the Lord Jesus becomes the loveliest of all, the fairest of the fair, the lily of the valley. The Lord Jesus becomes the whole desire of their heart. And they become aware of their sins. And they become aware that their sins have separated them from God and that a holy God has to cast them into hell because a holy God will never allow anything which is impure or unholy or imperfect into his holy heaven. The liar will have their place in the lake of fire. The drunkard will have their place in the lake of fire. The sexually immoral and impure will have their place in the lake of fire. And nobody taught us more about hell than the Lord I'm Jesus Christ. Shouldn't be boring, come on, interested. Every foul word we will have to give an account to before Almighty God. The Bible says their throat is an open tomb. An open tomb is your throat, sir. You need to repent of your swearing. You need to repent of your foul language. You need to repent of your wickedness. It will be a terrible thing to stand before God on the day of judgment. To stand before the Lord Jesus Christ in His glory. All the glory and majesty of Almighty God. And give an account for a swear word. A foolish word. A vile word. A sexually explicit word. An impure word. An immoral word. Every single word we speak. We'll drag that. us down to Sorry hell. Sorry about that, Father John. I'm not a father. I'm a, I'm oh, just yeah. a Christian preacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she's giving me an time for fuck all. No, don't swear, don't swear. Okay, the, the thank you for saying that. This gospel will save your life, my friend. This gospel will give you life. And I'd just like to give you a copy of the gospel. You do need a bit of That's the gospel of Mark. Sorry, and, uh, That's okay. I accept your apology, but you must repent before God okay, and believe in the Lord Jesus. And he will have mercy on you. He will save you. Thank you. Thank you as well. I'll give you one of my cards as well. So if you if you want any more, so I don't have a card. I get a booklet. Oh, you get a booklet and a card. All right, okay. And that if you if you scan that on your phone, Father John, I love this one. Well, mind, I'm David. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But uh, I hope I hope you both find the Lord Jesus as your saviour. Thank I you for coming I back and talking I'm to me. I'm a Christian anyway, and it really annoys me. I hope I hope they find the Lord Jesus. I hope every single one of them like me that they find that salvation and find the love and mercy of God in Jesus I'm Christ. I'm so glad that, that no, God. I'm so glad that you're you're stood there doing that. Okay. So if you scan it in you can find more information. Thank you. Thank you for talking to me and him. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lord, have mercy upon them. Lord, I pray that they will be saved. I pray that they will find your salvation. We aren't saved. We aren't born again when we're baptized as little babies or children or even as adults. We are born again when God, by his sovereign, almighty power, by his Holy Spirit, the third person of the Holy Trinity, comes into our hearts. Now, in the Old Testament, it talks about God taking away hearts of stone and giving us hearts of flesh. 
Some of you today have hearts of stone. Some of you today have hearts of the greatest hardness towards God and the greatest hardness towards His Son, Jesus Christ, and towards His Gospel. But when we are born again of the Holy Spirit, it is as though God took away those hard hearts. It is as though He broke up those hard hearts of granite hardness towards the Gospel, towards the truth, towards the Lord Jesus Christ, and gave us hearts of flesh. And when we have those hearts of flesh, we start to live. And we start to see sin for what it is. And we start to see God for who He is. And we start to see that we are ruined and lost and damned and undone on account of our sins. And when God's Holy Spirit comes into our hearts, we start to see that we need a Saviour. And we struggle and we fight and we wrestle and we try to save ourselves. And the more we try to save ourselves, we're like somebody in thick treacle. The more we become stuck the more we find that we are powerless, helpless, useless to save ourselves. And so like the Apostle Paul, we would cry out, Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And the answer is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only one that can deliver us. He's the only one who has paid the penalty for our sins. He is the only one who has paid on the cross of Calvary when his blood was shed there and his body was broken there. Jesus Christ, the righteous, the holy Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. The Lord Jesus Christ laid down his life in the place of sinners, loved sinners, gave himself for sinners. And the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends, died so that you and I might have life and life more abundant, so that our sins might be forgiven, so that we might have eternal life. But if you will not have the Lord Jesus to be your Saviour, and if you will not turn from your sin to Jesus Christ, and you will not believe on the Son of God who loved sinners and gave himself for sinners, then you will die in your sins. You will die in your lying. You will die in your swearing. You will die in your fornication and in your sexual immorality. You will die in your sins and you will go straight to hell. The Lord Jesus warned us about hell more than any man. And he warned us that hell is a real place of real torment for eternity. So what we do with the Lord Jesus Christ now determines where we spend eternity. And we must repent of our sin. We must acknowledge our sin. We must acknowledge our guilt before a holy God to whom we must answer. And we must cry out to him, Lord have mercy on me a sinner. And we must look, look, look to Jesus Christ. We must look to the only one who can save us. We must look to the only one who can deliver us. We must look to the only one who can have mercy on us and deliver us from the wrath to come and save us from our sins. That is the Lord Jesus Christ, the Saviour of the world the Saviour of all those who put their trust in Him. Now the Bible tells us here in John's Gospel, chapter 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So you see, God's way of salvation is by faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone faith alone. Romans tells us the just shall live by faith. It's not religion, it's not works, it's not penance, it's not 
praying to Mary or the Rosary or any of those things, none of those things will help you. Praying to the saints won't help you. Praying to Mary won't help you. It is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ that washes away my sins. I am a Christian. There was a day when I wasn't a Christian. And there was a day when I became a Christian. And the difference between me, the old me, and the new me couldn't have been more marked, more extraordinary, more powerful. Because there was a day when I turned to Jesus Christ. There was a day when I repented of my sins and God was true according to his word. And he forgave me for all of my sins. Now I am a very great sinner, sir, a very great sinner. But I will go to heaven because Jesus' blood has washed away my sins. I am forgiven. Hallelujah, my sins are forgiven. I am clean before God because when he looks at me, he sees the work of Jesus Christ. And he sees me in the robes of Jesus Christ, in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And though I am a sinner, God can no longer find fault in me because the Lord Jesus has paid the penalty for my sins. And the Lord Jesus died in my place. So if you find Jesus Christ, if you repent of your sins and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, God will show you the same mercy that he has shown me. You will obtain the same salvation that I found in Jesus Christ. You will find the life that comes from God and he will deliver you to the uttermost. And when you die, death will not be the end. It will be everlasting life and joy unspeakable and full of glory. Because the Lord Jesus came to bring us life. He came to bring us that salvation which comes from God. But if you will not repent and you will not turn from your sins and you will not believe and you will not seek him and you will not have the Lord Jesus Christ to be your saviour, you will die in your sins and you will go straight to hell. Well, the offer of mercy is there, sir. I have found it. I pray that you would find it. I pray that everybody here would know what I know and find what I found. I wonder if I could just give you a Could I give you a card, sir? Okay, thank you. Um, Lord, have mercy on that man. Thank you for his listening, but I pray that conviction would go deep into his heart. If you find Jesus Christ as I have found Jesus Christ, he will have mercy on you. He will deliver you from the guilt and the power of your sins. He will transform you with his life-giving power. He will have mercy on you and give you salvation and everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn from your sins. Cast yourself upon him. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and you will find the salvation of Almighty God. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. To the glory of God the Father. Amen. He will have mercy on you and save you, my friend, if you believe. He is alive today. He is not dead. He is risen. Jesus will save you from your sin.